Greetings, saints of God. Thank God I'm able to be back with you to continue on the PowerPoints. I'm using my reference textbook, The Glory of the Latter House, The Ecclesia Rising, written by Bishop Dr. Roderick G. Sr. And the most critical and important text of all, the scriptures, and where the reference is made to Agai chapter, chapters 1 and 2. We began to look at holiness and we provided a definition for holiness from the text. And the writer shared that for wholeness to work, what is wholeness? How do we live holy? And he gave some pointers which we are looking at. One of it is we can be holy by living according to the word. And the second one is to make a decision to live holy and to refuse everything and everyone that threatens our choice. Now today we want to look at the third pointer on the holiness, which is to consecrate our life by subduing our flesh. He says to consecrate your life by subduing your flesh. And so the reference scripture here is Romans 1, 12 verse 1 to 2 where Paul wrote, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Bless God. What a powerful scripture. A scripture that talks about not being made similar to the world, but being transformed or changed. Bless God. I usually look at the metamorphosis um, factor relating to a butterfly. When it changes from a caterpillar to a butterfly, it has to go through a process. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so too, the child of God has to go through a process for transformation to take place. But the rather it begins in our mind, renewing our mind, renewing, renewing how we think, or we process things. Bless God. If it doesn't take place, we will not be able to prove what is good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. Let's get on. Wholeness will not only get us into the presence of the Lord, but it will also bring the glory of the Lord into the church and among his people. Psalm 24, verse 3 to 5 says, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? Either that clean hands and a pure heart, who had not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. And so it is with much conviction the writer says, say to you, the glory of the Lord wants to come into the house of the Lord and tabernacle with us. But we are blocking his glory at the gate of the church. Hmm. We find that wholeness is no longer our walk. Sin is being embraced and the Holy Spirit is calling us to urgently remove the blockages of what? Malice, blockages of unforgiveness, blockages of rebellion, blockages of hatred and bitterness and lying. These are blockages to the fullness of the spirits being manifested in the church. And so we must clear the blockages through repentance, forsaking sin, and totally surrendering to the Lord. We must not only identify the blockage, but clear them to genuine repentance and forsaking of sin, and by totally surrendering or submitting to the Lord. Ephesians 4 verse 31 says, that all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor be, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And so the word, we must eat the right meals of prayer, daily study of the word, and apply the word of God to our lives in a disciplined manner. Our diet must be correct. 
If we don't, if we eat junk, we will be drunk. Bless the name of Jesus. Not with the spirit, but with the things of the world. So we must be careful what we eat. If we eat garbage in, take garbage in, we will have nothing that is consecrated to talk about. So our meal must con consider cons must be consisting of prayer, daily study of the word, and the application of the word of God in our lives in a discipline. Bless God, serious and disciplined way. And so in the days of the apostles, there was great reverence for the house of God. Prayer, worship, love, and joy were evident in the church. And this was demonstrated in the daily living of the believers then. We must get back to prayer, to worship, to love, and to the joy of the Lord. Bless God as a daily experience for us as believers. So that we can experience the fullness of God. Bless God. We'll be looking at the next key area, which is prayer, in our next recording. God bless you.